Slack and Slash Productions presents From the frigid wastes of Canada to the gothic gloom of Barovia, it's Strahdcast. A live play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring David Faulkner, Jason Galinsky, and Laird Hiscock. With production management by Gail Bird. And I, Scott Sharplin, will be your Dungeon Master as we play through Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition campaign, The Curse of Strahd. It is not every Barovian who can say they have been to hell and back, but Dragomir, Ralston, and Andre can say that, or an approximation thereof. These unlikely heroes thrust forward in time to a cursed version of their homeland, struggling to survive as the Dark Lord Strahd hunts and harrows them from place to place, have made a very desperate journey into an ancient temple, Amberi Zaro, where they have recovered what they believe to be second copy of a contract between Strahd and the devil himself, Asmodeus. In order to recover it, they had to make a pact with Azalin, a powerful lich, and escape with their lives, and it appears as if they may have done so. Now, the three of them, uh, plus their ally Saffron, who is uh, crazy, uh, stands uh, back in the uh, entry of Ambarizaro, uh, trying to cover their senses and uh, decides on how to proceed next. There are a number of pressures upon them. There are friends that they love and care about, whose whereabouts are uncertain. Last they heard, for instance, Irina and Nadja, along with Mother Murder and those two kids, were making their way from the Tower of Rectavio to the Wizard of Wines. We also know that the remaining members of the Vistani were last seen in Kresk. That was merely a day ago. Time is running out. For your other friends, Vertigen and Gargosh have been taken hostage by the Dark Lord. And now, as you peer up out of the temple and into the darkening skies, you see that sundown is nigh, which means there are 24 hours remaining before Strahd's deadline expires. 24 hours from now, if you do not present yourselves at Castle Ravenloft, then, according to Strahd, innocent blood will soak ground of Barovia. You have in your possession a magic item recovered from Strahd's mother. Call it the Queen's Medallion. You have a copy of Strahd's journal, and two copies, you think, of the contract. One is loose, the other 
in a bone scroll case, which we can take a look at in a moment. You also have, and I'm mentioning this because I just finished editing an episode in which Ralston found these objects in Rictavio's tower, you also have a tome of clear thought and a manual of gainful exercise and a cloak of displacement. And in the episode that I mentioned, uh, it was editing, Ralston found these while everybody else was out and about, and he, he folded up the cloak and stuck it in his backpack. And I, I mention this because it, it would be very funny if those incredibly powerful magic items, the sorts of magic items that Laird often complains I never give, uh, were still tucked away in his backpack. I'll just leave you with that information. <laughs> because I'm such a nice DM. Makes you displace. I, uh, I haven't mentioned, they are written right here. Oh, great. The reason I haven't mentioned them is because we haven't had one second, uh -huh, Scott. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. We literally haven't slept since we got those items. This is incorrect. <laughs> <clears throat> well. So we do have a Holocaust cloak. Fantastic. It is now time to discuss your next moves. Uh, unless, of course, it is time to have a long rest, because I certainly don't object to you... Oh, we're allowed to rest! ...dropping that... You can rest any fucking time you like, buddy. Mm -hmm. Except if we rest, Strad kills everybody. I'm... <sighs> yes, there are consequences to resting. You're right. You're right. Make your choices. Okay. How do we get Strahd's castle in 24 hours? That's, I think, what we need to do. Not resting, I'm guessing, is part of that equation. <laughs> well, it's going to take some sleepwalking? magic no matter what. Um, we don't have horses. We are up in the mountains. Yes. Um, quite far from Barovia. Um, Barovia proper. Uh, we could probably get to a town like Kresk in 24 hours and then get some horses, but that's already too late. Maybe if someone had a really clear mind, they could think of a way. Yeah. Or gainful exercise. Could we displace there, perhaps? <laughs> just just letting you guys know, it's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, the manual of gainful exercise in old school D&D used to give you a permanent, like, con or strength or something. I don't know what it does now. Um... I think Cloak of Displacement probably gives attackers a disadvantage on attacking you, I'm guessing. Based on how 5th edition stuff works. Uh, how close am I? Yeah, that's exactly Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so... You win d, &D. Yeah. <laughs> no, he would have won D&D if he'd put the cloak on. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I haven't had a chance to learn uh, how to use it yet or anything. Mm -hmm. um, also, the manuals, one of them is... I don't know what Clear Thought does. I'm guessing that's like a intelligence or wisdom buff. We have to. I have to look it up. I have to take time to look. <laughs> I don't know There's how. A, I can rest while you. I can rest while you read. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Um. Is there any way for us to get to the castle in less than twenty four hours? Oh, I know a way. We 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 portaled here, in a sense. Yeah. Is that a way open to us? If Dingus there with the. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood knew how to use the fucking gloaming. We would have been there by now. 
one assumes Ralston is referring to Saffron. Saffron was under the delusion that uh, once Babalisaga died, uh, she would inherit the gloaming and uh, be its queen, and that does not seem to have been the case. Uh, the gloaming, as you visited it, uh, had been invaded uh, by devils, and it seems like it was uh, starting to rot or crumble or uh, fray. Um, so you're not sure what you would find if you went back in. However, you did have some luck navigating the gloaming by smell. Uh, Dragomir was able to sniff his way out uh, twice. So that's a possibility, yes. The nearest portal into the gloaming that you know of is back at the Solenka Pass, which is uh, several hours uh, walk from Ambarizaro. You might remember that perilous uh, cliff face, uh, blizzard, misty, you know, Lord of the Rings type journey. I think that's got to be our leading plan, unless there's a uh, anyone has a, uh, an alternative. I don't. So the plan in its entirety is to go back in the gloaming and get Sniff's Magoo there to fail again. That's that's the plan in its entirety. Well, I mean, or we could do a different plan and fail anyway. Fair enough. I have like, do you know any way? As I have no alternative. If you want to uh, put one hand on one of our shoulders so you can research the uh, book, the the clear thought while we're walking <laughs> through the <laughs> through the treacherous mountain pass. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, one moment. Love that. Uh, we know we're going to face uh, uh, obstacles on the way on this journey. Uh, I think we're completely spent, aren't we? We have to rest before we go. Yeah, I'm spellless. I think I have a level two spell and two level one spells left, I think. So. Well, then maybe we can just gloam right back to his cellar. Maybe it'll be that quick. Maybe. Well, uh, obviously that's rolling the dice, but I don't know any other. So I, th I think that the whole of the plan would be rest first, travel to the gateway to the gloaming, and hope that we can find our way through in time to make it by the deadline. So I just want to, just, just we need to be all be on the same page. Our plan is to go to Dracula's castle. Who's? You heard me. <laughs> I meant what I yeah, said. I thought, I thought so. Okay. If that's the case, rest first for sure. <laughs> yes. The yeah. problem is, is that I have to rest, learn my spells. I have to study his diary and I have to figure out what all these magic items do. Uh, can any of you guys carry any of that load? They can rest for you, I bet. Can they carry you? Yeah. yeah. That, that was the offer. <laughs> right. I already offered up a way. Well, I don't know. What What are the other options? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to like... No. I'm. A... Can any of you guys... Real question. What, what are magic... the other options? Do you guys have any skills to like figure out a magic item or uh, read Strad's diary without going insane? Well, no one has that capability. But I mean, we could each go a little bit insane. Like we each <laughs> take a chapter... <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's what I want to know yeah. what happens if you uh, don't get there uh, uh, he starts killing other people Yeah, he, kill you, he doesn't kill you guys yeah. well you he, just, he, he just kill other people. not first it's we're, we're well, number I mean, two and three on the list like I <laughs> if, there, if there are pictures I can do the pictures 
He <laughs> kills people that he's taken only because they associated with us. So in a very real but indirect way, uh, it'll be our fault they're dead. But to get to one of one of the questions, what are other options other than going to Strahd's castle? Well, we could go just to the Wizard of Wines and gather as much strength as we can muster and allies and then assault the castle. Knowing that doing that will end our friends that are in the castle. Uh, I guess what really, what this really turns on is what can we do when we get to the castle? That that's. I I was rather hoping that we'd find Strahd's diary, Strahd's diary and the contract, and we'd have what we needed. Great. And now we can just take care of him. But I don't know actually how that's done. Yeah. So let me let me stop you there. Yeah. yeah. Having the two copies of the contract. First of all, I have not verified we have that. Let's pretend for a second that we do. I like that. Great. Then what? Do we eat yeah. it in front of him and it gives us power? Uh, yeah. Do I rip it up and throw it at him and it acts like holy knives? Does it do yeah. nothing and he just goes, why would you do that? That's weird. Those well, are artifacts. really depending on you as the, the, the one who knows about celestial stuff. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if, it all if, comes if down to you, Austin. If, if you're not sure... I, uh, I failed I notary in... Seminary school, so I don't know about contracts. Well, okay. We have to destroy, nullify the contract somehow. Because that's the thing that severs his connection to the land and makes him killable. So that that's one piece. I just don't know exactly how we do that. So I have to do some studying and some research to figure that out and make some lucky rolls. Sure. Okay. So maybe we just stay here then. Why not just tear them up, says Saffron. Well, Saffron, I don't necessarily disagree with you. The problem is tearing them up doesn't necessarily nullify the contract. Um, if you and I had a contract together, you tearing the contract does not legally unbind you from the contract. Because but tearing up second, both of them. Could. Because there is a second copy. But if they are both destroyed, does that not nullify the contract? Possibly in a like court of law where they couldn't verify the contract exists, but I'm guessing in a contract between Hell and the Prime Material Plane, that would be a triviality. Uh, well, I, so there's I a third copy. I don't know. I Drawing up my extensive legal... But if they have ten copies, then what would we do? <laughs> I would say destroying both copies would destroy the treaty... Uh, sorry, the contract utterly, because... There's nothing of it that remains. So if we take but these two... Can, if, I would bet we will encounter some challenge in destroying the copies is all. Well, we have them here both right now. Why don't I just... Yeah, try it. Tear them in half. Well, of course, once you do that, I bet Strahd will know. So uh, the timing of that will pro is probably important. Okay. Why don't you give me some so time go to look at the contracts to see what the verbiage yeah. says so that I can maybe determine if that's even viable or useful? Yes. I, I like that. So we know we need to do that as a component of the plan. What I don't know is how the medallion and Strahd's diary are intended to help us. Well, I know uh, that... Maybe know, Strahd's diary has the information. I don't know. I know how Strahd's mother's medallion will help us uh, because it is extremely powerful. And I will use it at, at, to destroy at it. what? Uh, killing vampires. Yeah. 
Ralston has already used the medallion once or twice to turn undead. He actually, I think, used it against Azalea. I did, yeah. And it, like, slammed him into oh, the wall. Oh, that's right. You, you were busy I, studying. I, as a player, a, did not pick up on that. Sorry. You were studying a different Sorry. wall at the time, so mm. you missed yeah. that. Mm. Well, he, he turns undead all the time. I just thought he was that's turning true. undead again. That's true. It uh, turns undead. There's a few, it has a few powers specifically murderous towards vampires. And Sorry, I have it, uh, oh. I have it on my phone. Okay, so we've got a weapon. Okay, great. So, yeah, we just need the time to study Strahd's diary. The the diary itself has been studied. Saffron has read it from cover to cover. Uh, <laughs> now so she's crazy. She she is crazy. Uh, but so far, the questions you've asked uh, in reference to the contents of the tome, she's been able to answer. So, essentially, for the sake of simplicity, to get you guys back on track if there are questions about Strahd's history Strahd's powers Strahd's strategies ask Saffron so like this here's what we can do then I will study all the magic items and contracts and books and all that stuff that we need to get done while I'm doing that We'll tie Saffron to a chair, and we'll interrogate her with a light in her face. <laughs> you guys can do the interrogation. So go ahead and tie that escape artist to a chair. See how that goes. <laughs> Love it. I think this is great, except for tying her to a chair. Well, if you don't put a light in her face, it doesn't count. I see. Where, where would you like to do these things? Hell seems fine. It's all good. Hell's fine. Well, no, the, the, we're in a... Um, um, an earthen temple like it's yeah sheltered right you're or... back in the upper level of Umberizaro. uh right now i'll say that you are standing at the edge of the bottomless pit the one that you've just emerged from but you know that there are several rooms off to the sides uh including a sort of proto temple to uh marantha the the god of the earth um, it was Andre who discovered that place uh, last time. So, as safe as any place in Barovia, perhaps. That works for me. Okay. I mean, I'll look a little bit freaky the longer we're there, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you look pretty freaky. I think that's the only drawback. So. Yep, sounds good. We are going to do all those things and also try to rest. Uh, try to get a long rest. Is that my understanding? Yeah, I assume we need to rest first before we do anything else. But tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yep. I'll turn around three or four times and then lie down. Right. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cut to the chase with these magic items because it's long overdue. Mm -hmm. uh, the Tome of Clear Thought and the Manual Gameplay Exercise both work in similar ways. The first one uh, increases your intelligence score by two. And the second one increases your oh manual of bodily health. I got gameful exercise. So yeah, this one too, right? there it is. Manual gameful exercise. Got it. Yeah, that increases your strength by two. However, uh, they are both designed to be read over the course of forty-eight hours, uh, or if you spend forty-eight hours over a period of six days studying the contacts, then you gain plus two to those scores. 
the the one for intelligence isn't really of any value to me. I know that you guys can both probably get advantage from the strength. Um, so I'll let you guys decide amongst yourselves. Um, well, I don't think Dragomir knows how to read. Oh, is that true? No. I thought you were just joking the whole time. <laughs> nope, pictures. Why Why bother writing something down? Just draw a picture. Everyone understands it. It's multilingual. If you take the intelligence one, will that put you into the smart enough zone to learn how to read? <laughs> I think it's more exposure and perhaps uh, um, being stubborn. I can read and write. Okay, you take the strength one, uh, David. I'll take the um, intelligence one. Uh, for some reason, and um, I guess the cloak of displacement is literally if you're wearing it, everything that tries to attack you with a physical attack gets disadvantage. That's ludicrous, <laughs> ludicrous. It's so crazy. Yeah, you sh- kind of ought to have been wearing it this oh, whole time. Oh, stop it! So, I didn't even know it was a cloak of displacement. I knew it was a cloak of probably magical. So, um, I don't get hit very often. So I don't, even though it will give me a great deal of heartburn, one of you guys should probably take it. I think I could take it, and I'd be happy to. I think I could take it, too. I think I would would give you my cloak of protection plus one. And you can take it, and I would take it. You can just keep your cloak of protection plus one, and he'll take it. I'm just going to throw it over the bottomless pit and see who gets it first. Uh, I don't know. Flip you for it. Okay. Sounds good. Let's do either that. Way, either way, one of us gets a cloak. Yeah. So, uh, Tails is you because you have a tail. Nice. So, perfect. So do you. That's true. You grow a tail every That's time. True. Not <laughs> all the time, out. though. He doesn't have it all the time. <laughs> well, then again, neither do I all the time. Yes. This is really deep now. Not a, Can you not still be tails? Oh, just okay. because you, you you flip the coin up in the air and both of you, you put... throw a tail before it lands. <laughs> you 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 found my wolf nickname, Tails. Oh, excellent. So are we ro- flipping a die? What's happening? Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, roll I a see die. some deep uh, cheating I... opportunities here for, <laughs> between you two. <laughs> the DM maybe, is gonna roll the dice. To maybe see I should DM. Yes. DM. <laughs> One to sons three of is bitches. Easy, four to six is uh, is uh, Wolfie Boy. Whoever was deciding that they were going to flip the coin immediately is a cheater. All right, I rolled a four. So Wolfie Boy gets the cooler cloak, and I get the cloak of your protection plus one. Yeah, your armor class go is one better. And I get plus one intelligence for some reason. In six days. In six days, <laughs> if you remember to read the book. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Jason... Uh, this cloak causes creatures who attack you to have disadvantage on attack rolls. Um, there's okay. just one little caveat. If you do take damage, then that property ceases to function until the start of your next turn. Which is to say... Because everyone knows where I am. Yeah, somebody hits you, and for the rest of the turn, everybody knows where you are. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It also doesn't work if you're, like, incapacitated. All right, so uh, we rest... Do we start our tomes just because, uh, who knows, we may live? Yeah, you managed to get through the, the prologue. Uh, there's a foreword by, uh, I don't know. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Big B. Uh, and, Isaac uh, Asimov. Yeah, that's right. That's about <laughs> it. Um, Ralston, when you sleep, you get little fragments of a dream. It's 
it's just a blackness. It's just a void. Uh, and you sort of hear the slithering sound that you associate with Hazlick. Uh, but his voice comes through very intermittently, very haltingly, uh, and as if from a great, great distance. Uh, you only get little, uh, you can only hear bits of it. Dark, dark lords. Hellfire engine. Probably a town. All will die. Thank you for that. And finally, Saffron on her watch is going back through the tome, trying to find more details about the contracts. So when you awake, she has some theories for you. She says they can be destroyed. It will sever his power, his connection to the lands, the heart that he's stolen. But this contract, she holds up the sheet, it cannot be destroyed in Barovia. This contract, she holds up the scroll case, which is still sealed. Cannot be destroyed in hell. This is Asmodeus's contract, and I think they must both be destroyed at the same instant. We have to go. One of us has to go back to hell, and we have to talk to each other and like destroy them within a minute of each other. Like, what's what's up? So one that we can destroy here. This one, we'll say. Someone, one of us has to go back into hell, or hell adjacent. Because it's the only way out of Barovia that I can think of. One can be destroyed, but it has to be destroyed outside of Barovia. Hell is the closest place outside of Barovia. That's that's rough. <laughs> oh, the gloaming's mm -hmm. probably not Barovia. Well, did you say not Barovia, or one of them has to be destroyed in hell? No. No, I think the wording is such that if they are outside of their respective planes... They can be destroyed. This one will reform if it is destroyed in Barovia. This one will reform if it is destroyed in Hell. The gloaming is in neither. So we could destroy them both at once in the gloaming. I think so. Well, that's good information. We're heading that way anyway. There's a shot. Uh, that it will... couldn't be easier. Yeah. <laughs> we have. We are winning. <laughs> Like, when we go to see Strad, the only reason he wants to see us is, well, who knows what machinations, etc. But the only reason he wants to see us is we're supposed to give him all the information that we learned about his mom and Baba La Saga and all that stuff. That's the whole thing. He wanted us to figure yeah. out the secret. If we destroy that contract and then go see him, he'd be like, hey guys, thanks for coming. By the way, I know you destroyed my contracts. I'm just going to kill everybody. Yeah, if we do it now, maybe he'll just go, oh, they fucked me, and then kill all our friends before we even come out of the gloaming. And, by the way, I had a dream last night. <laughs> um, Hazlick tells me that uh, Strad can start something called the Hellfire Engine and kill everyone in Barovia. Um, so when he said blood will spill, he may not have meant Gargash. He may have meant thousands. I... Terrified of suggesting this, but uh, it may be that there's that once we destroy the contracts, uh, 
he will no longer be thinking about a few hostages either. He may be distracted by larger things. Will he even know? Do we know that? He, the, these contracts of forged between him and the land, a bond that keeps him alive. I have to believe that if that bond is severed, he will know. He ages a thousand years and dies? Well, that would be ideal. Vampires still do live no, forever. I, yeah. Somehow I, I suspect we'd actually have to do the heavy lifting of murdering him. Yeah. Um, also, um, severing the contract and the bond and all that stuff may also remove his ability to use the Hellfire engine. That's, it might. Like, where, yeah. how does he have any control over Hellfire yeah. through the contract? Do you know anything about that? Saffron. Hellfire engine. I don't think it was mentioned, but the contract includes clauses through which Strahd can continue to amass power if he provides souls to Asmodeus. I can speculate that over the centuries he has provided those souls and garnered more power. Perhaps this is an example of that. Or maybe he built it himself. I don't know. You can build something and call it the Hellfire, whatever you want. Well, in any case, our course seems clear. We're going into the gloaming. We're going to attempt to destroy these contracts. And then we'll face whatever happens on the other side. I think... Once we destroy the contracts, we should, uh, uh, we should move fast. If our intent is to kill Strahd, we should be tearing up the contracts and immediately pressing the fight to Strahd. Should we stop by the Wizard of Wines and get friends there? There's a way into the gloaming there. I can uh, go. Saffron says, I, "If we can find the way through the gloaming, I can go to the Wizard of Wines." If our friends are there, I can try to bring them to the castle to join you. Do we know what we're facing with Strahd once yeah. the contract is destroyed? He is still a powerful vampire. His magic certainly extends beyond the power of the contract. Saffron says, I I don't know. The, the references in his diary are they seem metaphorical. He talks a great deal about the heart of the land and that he has ownership of that heart and the heart protects him. That's the thrumming heart that I seen in the chamber um, when, I was, when I had a vision. I think as long as it beats he's invincible but I But isn't that what destroyed the contract of cheese to sever his connection to that heart? It's all just Riddles and nonsense. We need to go there and, and we need to destroy the contract, go there and see what the fuck happened. That's what we need to do. And if nothing happened, then great. And if something happened, then we'll see what happens when we get there. At the very least, he's a vampire with powers of, I think, magic. Uh, he has all of the powers of magic. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> do you imagine you're helping? Have you ever tried encouragements? <laughs> you know hit you know him better than that. <laughs> I feel like this would be a perfect time for Esmeralda and Octavio and Irina 
and other people to help us, but we just don't have the ability to go there, get them, and go to the castle, or even splitting up, which with Saffron going one way and us going the other, we'll still be dead by the time they reach the castle. Um, so I think we just need to, we have the four of us to the motherfucking castle. We'll rip up the contracts in the gloaming just before we exit whatever door Sniffy thinks that's the right door. <laughs> and hopefully it's the right door, but if it's not, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Any other situation, if we had to start this before we got the contracts and had all our allies ready to go, possibly we'd be in a good position. But the time limit is, is restraining us. We have no we have no agency because of our time limit. Not sorry, we have plenty of agency. We can decide to not do whatever. Uh, but if we want to try to rescue Garagosh and the um, feather person and whoever else is at the castle, we have to go to the castle. At the very least, that's assuming that Strad isn't going to kill an entire town, which I kind of think he might. Scott, you said that it's several hours to get to the uh, the opening to the gloaming. Is that like three or 17? Well, I, I don't remember how many hours I told you it took uh, to get up here. Uh, probably knowing the route, you'll be able to make it back down a little faster. So let's say five hours max to get back to the tower. Okay, so five hours. We have 11 hours to do something. That's a long time. Even with the possibility of battles in our way, uh, we could stop in at maybe one of one of those sites. Maybe if we're lucky to, to gather reinforcements. If we thought we had a good shot at uh, convincing them to come with us quickly. Uh, that may not be Argenbosshold. Time travels differently when we're in the gloaming, and it doesn't seem to be consistent. Once we go in the gloaming, we no longer have any control over time. And yet we have no choice but to use the gloaming. It looks that way. We must take that risk. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, no, I think we're going in the gloaming, ripping a contract, walking through Portal du Jour, and see where we end up. That's none of that's ideal. We cannot plan. Well, Andre's suggestion was slightly different. Go in the gloaming, try to access your friends, mm -hmm. and once you have connected with them, then go back in the gloaming and rip up the contract right. and go to the castle. And that's all fine if time gives us, like, right. we, might, we might walk out and it's already three days later. Right. It's already too late. Uh, but yes, we can certainly try that. Uh, our best choice is probably. Uh, the Wizard of Wines, because with any luck, at least Irina is there with the with the Crow people. We don't know where Rictavio and Esmeralda are going to be. We don't for sure know where the Vistani are going to be. But we know where the Wizards of Wines are, and we know that we sent Irina and Mother Murder and the children there. It's not... I would much rather have Rictavio and Esmeralda, but I'd have no concept of where they would even be. Wow. I never thought I'd hear you say that. Well, they're fighters, right? Mm -hmm. They're 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 where they want to kill Strad. These other people are just along for the ride. Like I can't imagine Freak and Matilda or whatever being much help in the fight against Strad. So perhaps we could do a communion with uh, Irina to get a sense of where she might be. I don't know that. Well, I suppose if she happens to be by an, an entrance to the gloaming that we know, we might be able to uh, bring her with us. There's a lot of ifs mm -hmm. in that. 
Why not? I suggest we continue discussing this as we're traveling. Well, yep. While walking. Oh, we, we were walking the whole time, Scott. Oh, oh yeah. I walk with them. I walk with them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So this is all happening uh, while uh, snow and winds whip about you uh, and you, uh, you clamber your way. Uh, along a shelf that's uh, barely wide enough for you to stand upon, and uh, and, and so forth. I'm great. That's yeah, that's much we're more. Because we're goddamn gothic. heroes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And I'm flying next. Uh, I'm flying next to whoever whoever seems most likely to slip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keeping an eye on everyone. That's great. And I check yeah. for secret doors and traps <laughs> the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you make your way back to the Selenka Pass. Uh, this is, of course, the area uh, where dwells the giant eagle. Uh, does not seem to be in its nest at the moment. So you can uh, race down into the tower, where from whence you emerged uh, from the gloaming last time. Awesome. Now, uh, let's go in there and find the portal. You, you know where the portal is. Mm -hmm. Uh, ordinarily, these portals uh, manifest only at dawn and dusk. But uh, <laughs> let's, just, let's just keep adding. What time? What time is it? Right, right. Uh, it's 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 midday, friends. Well, no, actually not. I said you started at sundown. Let's see. You slept for eight hours, and then you clambered down for five hours. Did I say? Yeah, mm -hmm. sounds like an awfully yeah. long night. Maybe the morning lord uh, smiles upon you, just this once, and <laughs> you sense the approaching dawn as you uh, as you arrive. You are able to intone the names of the four gods, and that pile of rubble uh, shimmers ever so slightly. It doesn't look much different than it did before. Uh, but now you can see a gap between the stones uh, that looks more bottomless than it did before. Before we go in, try to contact Irina with your hero cards. How long would that take, Scott? Uh, you can probably do it in uh, just a few minutes, but remember that communication... <laughs> I'll add another wrinkle. Communication with the Taroka cards is not two-way. You can't have a conversation yeah. with her. You can send a message, receive a message... Uh, maybe both. I want to send her a message. I think. I think I want to tell her what we're going, what we're about to try to do, uh, and to invite her help. But we don't know <laughs> what she might be able to do. Right. Um, before you do that, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I can just talk to her. I was about to ask that because I thought there was someone who could do that. Yeah. No. I can. I can do sending. I can just send her a message, and she gets to reply. Um, you've got this cool thing with her, so I don't want to ruin that for you, but I've been kind of holding off, but I can just chat with her. I think that's even better. All right. You can send a short message of 25 words or less. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> this is Ralston. Spell. You are hot. <laughs> the spell enables creatures with intelligence scores of at least one to understand the meaning of your message. Uh, recognizes you the sender, it can answer in a like manner. So, the answer is Wizard of Wines, all here, also as 
and the old man. You are not hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was NPC for get moving, assholes. <laughs> Let's get in here. A couple of rounds, to be honest. Do it. <laughs> we know where we're going now. No, we know where we want to go. We still have to deal with Sniffy Magoo here. And Saffron pipes up and she says, Do you remember the last time we entered the gloaming? I made sure to bring an animal along. Blood fueled my connection to the gloaming. It was that sacrifice that slowed down time. If we enter without performing a sacrifice, then it is not likely we will emerge in time. The greater the sacrifice, the more we can perform within the gloaming while time creeps by Barovia. Does that sound right to you, uh, Ralston? I say in a tone of voice that uh, has the subtext of, she's nuts. <laughs> she is super nuts. I have... No frame of reference to deny her at this point. Um, the only thing I can think of, though, is we only get one sacrifice. We might as well sacrifice, like, her, right? She's the only oh one here. Oh, my God! Joking. <laughs> we don't have anything to sacrifice, and we don't have time to go hunting for something to sacrifice. Are there any rabbits about? I would know. Would you like to go hunting, Dragomir? I, well, it sounds like without that, it's a lost cause, so, yeah. Nothing more romantic than a lost cause. You uh, step outside of the tower. And, the giant bird. And yeah, you immediately hear what you know to be the uh, flapping of enormous wings. The eagle returning at dawn. You can hear it before you see it. But... The dark shape forms in the mists above you and nearly blots out the sky. That would be an excellent sacrifice. Is it holding anything in its claws? You can linger out here to see if there's anything in its claws. Make a perception check. So will it. it it's going home. It doesn't look around. Uh, that is a 15. It's does not appear to have anything in its talons. Okay, if if it is so far enough away, I am slipping back in. Okay. You uh, beat a hasty retreat into the tower, and you don't have to tell the others what's going on, because now they can hear the wing beats as well. All right, here's the thing. I'm op the portal's open. In we go. Yeah. Let's go. And I'm not no more. Running in. Yep. No sacrifice. No sacrifice. Oh, wait, what? Oh, sorry. What? What, what, what were you planning on sacrificing? So we've lost all chance of the eagle. The eagle has landed atop the tower in which you stand. It. Why aren't we trying to kill it? Its nest is above you. I don't know. Because Ralston doesn't want to lose the chance of getting into the gloaming, I think? Yeah, I mean, we, we only have... Well, Dawn is here, right? Dawn is here. The portal's open. You right. probably have... Well, I don't know. Make a make an arcana check. Maybe you can find out how much time you have. Fifteen. Mm hmm. Well, your connection to the Morning Lord is now advanced enough that you know exactly how long dawn takes. 
and it takes a full minute, a.k.a. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Send a fireball, fireball through the roof. Yeah, we're not going to be able to get it in ten rounds. <laughs> not, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I... Okay, let me tell you my plan. What I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Run in. I have a spell called Find the Path. It'll give us the shortest path to the Wizard of Wines from wherever we are. Um, but I, I don't... You know, it probably doesn't work. Probably a mm-hmm. different plane of existence. While they're mumbling, I'm just going to keep an eye out for mice or something. <laughs> Probably won't work, but... I think uh, I, I'm fine with Rolson's plan now. Uh, we get through there as fast as we can. On the Wizard of Wine side, we have another opportunity to make a sacrifice, which may be able to buy us some time at the very end, but uh, I don't think we can waste ten rounds uh, trying to get this right now. I have no idea or concept how tough a rock is in 5th edition compared to me. So it also could be... And I'm glad. Yeah. So that's why I'm making the decision the way I'm making it. Unless someone here thinks we can take down this rock in nine rounds because we just used one. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Um, Do you have a... Can you like... Can you size up animals or anything? Well, that's what I'm looking for. I'm thinking maybe a survival check. I have spent a lot of time in the mountains, so maybe I have a sense. Or maybe maybe sure. Mom or someone else has talked about it. I could do a survival check as well. We'll see how we each do. Okay. I'll watch. I do terribly, so uh, we'll just... If either of you get uh, higher than 20, I'll tell you what its challenge rating is. 21. Yeah? Yeah. 21. All right. Well, an eagle this size, I mean, can't possibly have a CR higher than 11, right? Neither do I. <laughs> what level are we? <laughs> I don't even know. Are we 12? I told you you could go up to 11. 11 12. I, uh, oh, I know. Yeah. You didn't level I'm, up. I'm level 11 still, guys. Oh, yeah, 12. 12, That's yeah. Why you fail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Above that doesn't sound like 10 rounds to me. Massive bird adjusts its weight. And branches and bits of plaster tumble down near your head. Yeah, I'm not fighting it. Not because I don't. I'm, I'm sure we can kill it. What if it runs away? Yeah. Right? Get the fuck out Exactly. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. It's a flying creature. <laughs> what if it's on higher ground? It's this isn't gonna go well. <laughs> well, let's go. That's fine. Let's go through what. Whatever we kill, whatever we kill first is the sacrifice. We just have to kill something in there. Isn't that, isn't that right? I'll ask. I dive in. Dick nice. first. In we go. Okay. Into the gloaming yet again. And uh, this time it is a very rough entry. Uh, it feels like you are diving through um, oil, uh, black and roiling and uh, viscous and you lose all sense of which way is up. Um, For a long moment, you can't see anything at all, and even once your vision recovers or adjusts, uh, everything is still desaturated and somehow uh, befogged. You find the four of you are uh, lying on 
a small island uh, of, of land. It looks like a, a bare, scrubbed uh, parcel of land that floats in uh, a, a black fog, floats inside this void. And, and the floating feeling is real. Um, you, you feel a sense of vertigo as the, the floor or ground seems to tilt and shift. There's not much here. Um, there are two ancient-looking um, uh, archways. Um, I don't recall the Japanese word for the archways that, that one finds at the entrance to temples. Yeah, yeah. Tori. What's that? Tori. Tori. T-O-R-I-I. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, sort of on either side of this island, about 50 feet apart, uh, a couple of Tori... Um, and in the center, dead center in the island, there's a, a, a little, uh, accumulation of, uh, rock. Um, you can't tell if it's man-made or, or, or natural. Um, it looks like almost a sort of miniature volcano. It's got a little, um, caldera, a little, uh, a little cone at the top. Uh, it just kind of rose up out of the, the ground. Uh, so like everything in the gloaming, it's all weird and uncanny. But unlike most of the entrances, the two entrances you've made so far to the gloaming, there's no doors, there's no obvious avenues uh, or exits. You're on a little island in an inky void. And Saffron says, this is not good. This plane is dying. This might be our only chance, then, to destroy the contracts. Okay, Sniffy. Tails, McSniff. Tails, remember. Tails. Uh, with an inspiration point. Ooh, nice. Uh, well, roll first and see if you need one. Okay, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, so that is perception? Uh, if you are using your nose, you can, mm -hmm. use, you can use perception or survival. They do not make a difference to me. So per survival, okay. it shall be. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, baby. Hey! Yeah, baby. Someone for old good in this fucking bitchet whole crew. Gerald <laughs> Twenty. I'm not, I'm, not, I, I'm not using the inspiration point. All right. So Dragonir, uh, I assume you turned into a wolf at some point in this uh, process, so you can use the full effect of your nose. Sniffy McTails. Right. You. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> you smell uh, a a confusing potpourri. Uh, drifting about upon unfelt winds. Um, you try to sort it out. Uh, there are some hints of old wine, and you remember that the last time you followed the scent of wine, it led to Castle Ravenloft. So you smell past that. You smell beyond that. You try to find an alternative and you smell uh, many things, uh, dry uh, hay, you smell embers and ashes, you smell decay. Finally, 
hint of the vineyards, the loamy earth and the fresh grapes that you remember smelling at the Wizard of Wines. The problem is, of course, that all of these smells are coming from utter darkness around you. So you can identify the smell, maybe even the direction that it's wafting in from, but how do you get to it? How do you find its source? I say, say what I've learned and should, should everyone just grab my tail and I'll just head towards the smell. Like, it's literally into the darkness, right? Like, we can't just step off this little island, can we? Is that how that works? I don't, I don't quite understand what's happening here. No, no one does. It, it seems like the island is on the edge of a void. That if you were to step off, that you would plummet, or perhaps mm. be... Well, your your greatest fear is that maybe whatever this is is composed of the same material as that sphere of annihilation. That would be a bummer. Indeed. Well, I'll tell you what. I will... If he points me in the direction that the smell is wafting in from, I will take the holy symbol of Ravenkind, mm -hmm. and I will hold it towards that direction, and I will cast Sunlight. Right. Just to see if I can see. Okay. Um, it does... A 30-foot radius, uh, it's actually sunlight. It's not mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. light. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so the, uh, the, the symbol uh, lights up like a beacon, like a, like a lighthouse. And uh, although it doesn't vanish the void, um, it, it seems to reflect or, or to, to refract off of little pockets in the distance. Um, it's as if you're almost like it's working like sonar rather than light. You get these little reflections. There's a little island up there, and there's another island down there, and each one of them seems to have something on it, but you, you glimpse them only very briefly uh, as the light moves about them. So it's very hard to, uh, to, to get a sense of what they're composed of. Mm -hmm. These seem to be the, 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 the few remaining fragments of what was once the gloaming, uh, having separated and drifted apart. Can you identify which one is the one we need to go to? I think with that natural 20, Dragomir can confidently answer yes. Uh, he knows the direction. You can see it, but you don't really know how to judge its distance. Seems impossibly far away, uh, but you can still see it even though it's only 30 feet of light. I'm going to take a risk and take a, get my nose real close and stick some whiskers into the, into that blackness. Right. Okay. And see if it feels like they are melting off. Right. Okay. Um... And you make a dexterity save? Uh-huh. <laughs> no, probably not. That is uh, my just desserts for the 20. That's ah. a 2 plus 3, 5. Right. Okay. 
Well, your nose is not uh, annihilated. That's the good news. Um, but uh, when you poke your nose uh, off the edge of the, the island, um, gale force winds uh, assault your, your proboscis. And uh, it, it's strong enough to knock you over and you sort of go sprawling. Um, you, you manage to scramble back up and, and onto the safety of the island. Um, but you're utterly shocked because there was no indication that such strong winds existed uh, when you were on the island. There's no sound of such. Uh, and, and like I said, these scents are just wafting in almost naturally. Um, there's something about the composition of this void uh, that's, uh, that's accelerated and uh, probably very dangerous, very violent. Saffron says, I can take one person. We know its destination. I, I can take a, a portal there, but I can only take one person with me. Unless you have another idea. Speaking of portals, is there anything implying there are, there are portals through the Tori? Could they connect to another island? Uh, nobody has gone through them yet. There's nothing. There's nothing about them that suggests that just by looking at them. We had someone on the far side. Could we shoot a rowboat that distance? How far out is it? Like I said, it's it's non-Euclidean. You can't judge how far it is. Well, <clears throat> why don't you take my chain, Saffron? You know, I was just thinking we could maybe use a rope, but I don't know if you take it through the portal, would would we then be able to use it, or would it be severed when the portal? You know, I don't know how that stuff works. I think so. Um, maybe you could take uh, Jason. You guys could go to the Wizard of Wines, collect our friends, and bring them into the gloaming. And then, once we're all on the same plane... Yes? That was the end of my sentence. <laughs> I have no follow-up. Um, maybe one of them will have an idea? We'll wave at each maybe, other. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe Ez or Rictavio will have a way to get us all on the same chunk of rock, at least. Or maybe by the time we get back, your island will have dissolved. You could be dead. I didn't well, want it to be like this, uh, Saffron. I guess she's decided that you're her boyfriend again now, Ross. Oh, oh, no. No, you can shove that right up your ass, Saffron. <laughs> -uh. You abandon me in seconds. <laughs> as soon as you thought I wasn't the cutest for a second. Our plan relies on the gloaming staying together long enough for us to tear up the contract. We have to take that chance no matter what. I will stay here while you guys sort it out. Worst case scenario, if you don't come back for me before this island turns to ash... I will destroy those two contracts. I think she can only take one of us with her, though. So yeah. I think two of yeah. us stay. No, it's going to be you and me. So Wolf Boy can help navigate anything that needs to be navigated. I think that's what we Go. have to do. Go. And don't forget to sacrifice something when you come back. Much is uncertain. Will our heroes meet their doom trapped within a dying hemi-demi-plane? 
Or will they manage to make their way to Castle Ravenloft? To meet their doom there, presumably, at the hands of Strahd himself. Either way, it's going to be a hell of a ride. But we're going to have to wait to find out. The holidays are upon us, and even heroes need to rest. But you'll hear from us again on January 10th, 2023, as we begin the endgame for the Curse of Strahd. Until then, stay strong, shine bright. <laughs>